Blog Talk Radio. What's up, my friends? Thank you so much for taking the time to uh, download and listen to the podcast, Will's Take on Sports. Um, at the time of the recording of this podcast, uh, today, January 26th, uh, shortly after 6 p.m., uh, there's the news that broke of um, a plane, a helicopter crash with uh, Kobe Bryant and his daughter and uh, some other passengers on board. This is one of those times where uh, doing a podcast doesn't feel all that great. Um, I'm not obligated to do it, to be honest with you. But some, you know, I like to celebrate life um, Not and say this. You know, today is one of those days where we, we uh, you're reminded that life is so short. Petty squabbles, uh, differences, or whatever the situation is that we have going on in society in this world today, it all just seems to not be quite as important as life. If you have a loved one, or if you have a friend, or if you have a family member that uh, today is that day, that type of this is that type of news where you want to hug them, you want to be close to them, you want to let them know that you appreciate them, you know, show their, show them that appreciation while yet they are still with you. I did not know Kobe Bryant personally. Uh, the closest interaction I ever, I guess I can say I had with Kobe Bryant was on Twitter. Uh, he posted something about the Mamba mentality, and uh, this was after I started the podcast, and I just retweeted or made a comment or something along the lines like, that's the type of mentality I want to have for this podcast, that mamba mentality that I got to do what I have to do. I have to work hard, you know, to achieve greatness. I was not a Kobe Bryant fan. I'm not from L.A. I'm from Miami. Um, but I had great respect for that cat's talent. I respected him. I really studied or I guess you could say paid close, more close attention to Kobe Bryant uh, during that final series uh, of the renewed rivalry between the Lakers and the Celtics, and he lost game four. And the devastation on his face from that loss showed me that that cat cares. I mean, it's, 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 it just was like I couldn't – I mean, the, the look on his face was just like, Wow. And then for them to go ahead and lose in six, it was like, and then they said that immediately following that loss, he went to work. And that's when my respect and admiration for Kobe really took another level because I was like, dang, you know, you could say he could sit on his laurels. He's Kobe Bryant. He's got, you know, a lot of admirers, a lot of followers, but yet he was going back to the gym to write a, uh, to write a wrong in his opinion of losing an NBA finals. Um, it's a sad day. It really is. Um, but my heart, because the lion does have a heart, my heart goes out to his wife, his father, his mother, to his in-laws, to his family members, and to all of those people that were close to him. So with all that being said, um, I'm going to just observe a moment of silence for Kobe, um, and then we'll get this started.
right, that's the other side of the noise. Um, I'm going to be joined by Mike Walker, Zach Flournoy. I got Lou on the hook also um, before I get these gentlemen's opinion in regards to um, the new, the, the sad news or the breaking news of the day within the last couple of hours. I want to also invite everyone that's listening to this podcast to join me on Spreaker app uh, at 7 a.m. on Monday and Thursday at its live um, all the information of how to listen is in the description. You can download the Spreaker app and then just search for Will Take on Sports, or you can just click the link that's in the description. I want to welcome these gentlemen in. Guys, how are you guys doing? Surviving. Still trying to cover from the shock. It is shocking. Uh, it it, it yeah. was very shocking. Um going to give each one of you guys an opportunity to uh, just give your thoughts on the news or or anything you would like to share. I'm going to start with you first, Mr. Mike Walker. Wow, man. It's, uh, I mean, it seemed like I didn't know him actually personally, but it's like we grew up watching him forever in a day play basketball. And I, I got a call from my niece, Uncle Mike, Uncle Mike. Is Kobe dead? I said, you know, she said it was on TMZ, so automatic, you know, you think it's a hoax going on, so you, you're not really believing this thing. So then you start reaching out to people that really would know. So I call a good friend that works, that actually work at the four letter, and I called him, and he called me and said, uh, just hold on, give me a chance. And that's when he said, Wojo had posted it, so then that's when the hammer like hit me in the stomach, and then I, I was thought I was settling in on the thing. Then I hear the news that he had his daughter on there on there with him. And yeah, that's that was a, a whole nother, That's yeah, a that whole was a nother, Yeah, a whole nother punch mm-hmm. in the gut. And but like you said, prayers for his for his wife, the other kids, his parents, and all. Yeah, uh, somebody else can go now. Go ahead, Zach. Well, yeah. I mean, I haven't I haven't had the honor of meeting uh, Kobe myself, but you know, I see him playing his games, and you know, he was a phenomenal player. Can't deny that. <laughs> Bringing the uh, Lakers back to glory, winning championships, and you know, I mean, and you know, just uh, sad to uh, sad to see this occur. I mean, at first I thought it was it was a joke too because TMZ, of course, is not really a reliable source. But then after hearing compared with uh, other news, what I, I, this is really happening, it's just completely devastating to you know I think um, all basketball fans, maybe sports fans in general. You know, just taken away like that. I'm actually seeing some footage on uh, the Fox Network right now, and you know they're hanging up reefs and everything. It's very sad to see. Right now, and also his daughter involved Black, go ahead. too. Yeah, that that was the daughter being involved with was, 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 was yeah. the tough situation. Zach, go ahead. Man, well, I can't add to what you. There's nothing more 
to be fit. You said it all. And, of course, immediately, you know, a life is a life is a life, you know, I understand. But once you heard his daughter, like you said, was wrong, me having a daughter, that really, I mean, I mean, Mike Tyson punched me, knocked me out. And, you know, I'm not going to lie to you, tears came to my eyes. It's, and I know it should have been just a Kobe alone. But, you know, in my mind, and I'm, I'm, I'm real, I apologize for babbling. In my mind, just to know your daughter's with you in that situation, how do you, you can't do anything about it. So, but every, everything you said, I can't add to it, man. I can't add to it. And that's, you know, like you said, prayers for his family. That's it. Prayers for his family. That's, that, that's all. Prayers for his family. I can't add to nothing you said. Elder Walter. I think we're all, all right. Elder Walter. Yeah. We are. Elder yeah. Walter is joining us. I, yeah, I hear you fine. Um, Go ahead, uh, just whatever you want to add. You know, when I when I first got the news, I had just finished preaching at my church. And so as you just finished preaching, you're trying to bring yourself back, you know, to from preaching to now just kind of greeting everyone. And when I heard the news from my wife, it was like someone had just literally hit me in the head because I just – like no, you just didn't tell me that, and you know I'm I'm just I'm 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 heartbroken. I'm devastated. You know I didn't think I could feel something like this since when I heard the news with Paul Walker or Dr. Miles Monroe, but it just it shows me why it's important for our life to really make an influence on us. In a positive way um, My prayers go out To the Bryant family And um, And um, You know God is and my faith My faith is in God But this is one of those Wow God I, 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 You're God And I know you don't have to tell me why Or explain why but I'm, I'm in a state right now where I can't even bring myself to watch any news right now. I can't listen to, you know, I will listen to a little NBA TV news on the radio on the way home, but I can't even bring myself to even put it on because it's just going to bring memories about Paul Walker and Dr. Miles Monroe and how they died. And like you said, when to hear the news that his daughter was with him, you know, um, so my, my, my part is just really – heavy and my prayers just go out to the family and and then last just to hear how Pro Bowl was responding to the news and how people were you know chanting Kobe and the players and some of the NBA players were taking 24 second violations in honor of Kobe just let you know the influence and impact he had on so many people's lives I think this is one of those situations where a lot of those. Uh... Yeah, go ahead. I'm I'm so sorry. I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't think I'll ever watch TMZ again because you know it's reported that they reported the news before his family even found out. That's excuse my language. Yes. I'm about to say, and I'm so sorry, Pastor. You're here. That is so fucked up in so many goddamn ways. You know what I'm saying? That is just effed up. That it, you, it really you is. You got to get it out there that quick, not knowing if Sam doesn't even know. That that that's that that's, that's bullshit. That's one of the things that uh, 
aggravated me about this entire situation. Uh, we are in such a breaking news culture with social media, the, yeah. the news outlet, that his wife, I don't know if that's true or not, but it could be possible that she found out that she lost her husband and her child by grieving. Uh, to me, that's heartless. That's callous. That's irresponsible. Yep. Somebody else say something because I don't really want to go off into a tirade. So. Wow, see, I just, I didn't know that part either because I, and I, I can you know, see it myself. But Mike, it's just, it's one of them situations to where we're in such a breaking news freaking culture. We're in such a, 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 a gotta have a story first culture that we can't even have a heart to think about how devastating of a news that is for someone to find out, not by authorities, not confirmed by authorities, but a freaking gossip channel. You mean they They had to make money that dog all bad? But they had to make money that bad. They had to make it that. I just don't, I don't understand it. I don't get it. Um, and then it, it, another thing I saw, it had to be posted for the news outlet not to go to the woman's home. They had to put a post right. out there to say, listen, respect her and don't come to her home and ask no questions. We got we got to do that. Man, I guarantee some no good low life is parked out, trying to park outside of their house right now. Oh yeah, when and somebody should hurt him. And then, and, and then somebody should hurt him. I'm sorry, that, that's just the way I feel right now. Somebody should literally whoop their butt. You, somebody's there trying to get a picture, a picture of, of the wife. I mean, my God. Man, I, man, Between, this, this, it was this. bad enough. Somebody either captured this thing on social media or, or on their phone, and they showed the crash. And I was like, we doing that too? Mm-hmm. We doing that, yeah. right? Yeah, I, well, uh, I saw that on ABC. Let me say something, gentlemen. It, unfortunately, because of the society and, like you said, with social media, I remember the thing with Paul Walker and how they just kept showing the accident with Paul Walker. Um, you know, you know, you go back to nine eleven. Unfortunately, with the, the planes out, um, it, it shows us. Unfortunately. The media can be a very positive and productive thing for our lives. It can be used in very insensitive ways and constantly focusing on the thing that just unfortunately pulls on the emotions. Um, Like I said, you can go back as far as the Twin Towers and stuff and, you know, with Paul Walker and these things happen, um, all we can do is... You know, you know we're going to get through this. We're going to, get, and you know, yeah. But it's just like you, like you said, the initial shock of, and you know, I was listening 
to the news this morning about how LeBron had passed Kobe and and they were doing the tributes with Scoot right. Jackson and with Kobe and them, and I'm like, I was just so, uh-huh. I felt like, I felt, you know how Derek Jeter and A-Rod were always, the fans always had Derek Jeter and A-Rod always at odds with one another from a media standpoint, but I, and they were kind of doing it with Kobe and LeBron, and I kind of like, for the first time, in watching what LeBron did, you felt like the, the Kobe fans were really starting to kind of say, okay, LeBron, you're okay. We'll, we can welcome you a part of the Lakers band. And then to see this happen, you know, LeBron breaking Kobe's record in Philadelphia where in his home and to see this happen, you know, like I said, I'm but that's just the media part that we have to, to be, we have to recognize. And Will, I'm quite sure you and Lou, you've been doing this for a while with podcasting yeah. and news and me just kind of getting used now to YouTube and doing stuff on YouTube. I'm, I'm learning things that, hey, look, you, you have to be careful because once you put certain podcasts live and you put certain videos on live, you have to realize it's going to, if you do it wrong, it's going to impact people in a very negative way. So you, you have to use wisdom. Yeah. Hey, my God. I mean, well, you know what? Let me leave that alone. So we'll get into that another day. Never mind. This is just a. But Walter, you're right. It's, it's you. You gotta be. You gotta be thoughtful, responsible for the things you put out there. Um, right. You know, I have to do it. I'm, I know Lou has to do it, and now that you have to experience it. Um, it's the only side that we have to cover, even though it's you know, even though it's. It hurts, but we, as reporters, podcasters, you know, we feel it's you know our duty to, to tell them, even if it's stuff they don't really want to hear. Um, I, I can say this much. Um, I, I, my mind is just, you know, you you go back to when things, you know, you go back to appreciating your loved ones and things of that nature, and uh. This this guy, I I just don't know how else to even put into words to just the pure sympathetic I guess nature I get I mean that woman lost her husband and her child uh, that's, that's, that that's got to be that's and then he and then you know they got a newborn or or a toddler or something uh, along those right. lines so. You know, wow. it's a child. That's, it's, it's a child that's going to grow up without, you know, no, not almost their entire life without knowing their father. Um, yes. You know, and of course he lost, he lost his other. I mean, his his other daughter. She's going to not have her father also. So it's just one of those situations where it's tough. This is more than basketball. Um, Kobe Bryant to me, like I said in the opening, I'm not a LA Lakers fan. Uh, anybody that listens to these podcasts that I've done or any of the shows I've been on. Um, Miami Heat, Miami Dolphins, Miami Hurricanes, whatever it is. If you play for my team, I root for you. If you don't, I got nothing for you. I got, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't have any rooting interest for you. But the one thing I do know, and the one thing I can say I do, I respect greatness. I didn't respect Kobe at first because I thought he mimicked so much of Michael, of Michael Jordan. I'm like, Dad, be your own. But then I had to sit down and really appreciate that dude's talent. 
And it took it took me a little while in his career to do that, and it was after Shaq left to where I really appreciated how good that or how great that cat was as an NBA basketball player. But the one thing else I want to mention about Kobe Bryant, and I've said this to so many people, they tried to bury Kobe when he got into that situation um, uh, with the with the situation in Colorado. They tried to bury in Colorado, him. and they could. They could have, they could have really done some damage to that young man as far as his image. Uh, they definitely tried to, uh, they definitely uh, portrayed him in a very negative light. But instead of him waddling in that mess, he just persevered and said, "You know what?" And he acknowledged it. He acknowledged his mistake, and he was like, "Look, you're not gonna keep holding it over my head." I loved it when he was like, "Look, I made a mistake. It is what it is. It's time for me to move on." Y'all can sit here and y'all can talk about it forever. But I'm, I'm moving on past this situation. And that was the thing about him that I truly um, respected was that he didn't waddle. And plus, like anybody, we make mistakes in life. Anybody. There's not a perfect person walking on this earth. But the fact that, you know, they tried to bury him and really knock, you know, that's what they do in this country. They put you up on that high, that pedestal to knock you off of it. He, he had his he had his bad moment in the sun in regards to that scandal, but it didn't cream him. It didn't end him. And it seemed like to me, his, he got better, you know, in the way he handled the media and the way he carried himself. So that, that was one of the things also that I remember about uh, the, they call him the black mamba, the mamba mentality. So that's one of the things I remember about Coach Bryant. You know, you know, Will, I'm glad you brought that up because, like you said, it's in this in this type of moment, it's, it's it's tough. But to be able to pull on that type of um, life example that he went through, you know, and you can put Tiger Woods right to him, and you can see, well, what is that Kobe did different than what Tiger did? And then say, as men, black or white, when we are faced with adversity. Um, in that type of way, how are we going to respond? I remember Kobe saying in one interview that how he literally lost all his sponsors, just about all his sponsors, but once mm-hmm. he lost everything, he was able to then look at repairing, you know, the damage that was done, first of all, with his relationship with his wife mm-hmm. and that his family. And then, that was most important. He took care of that first. But then That's you, right. know, you look you look at Tiger and what he he did and what which we look at and say in hindsight now was probably not the best. Um and then after that he was able to then rebuild his brand I believe that's where the Mamba mentality the crux the crucible of of fire of adversity really began to redefine him as a man and change and I'm quite sure he always had certain work habits and on the court habits to try to be good but once he went through that I think that's what what his life changed and you know I'm I'm it's my prayer that that's something that I can hold on to with my own life when I go through through the fire of adversity to um be able to respond the right way 
not you know not to say I don't want Tiger to recover, but you see that there's a difference in the two how they handle it. There's a clear distinction. I think, I think the, right, but I think the major difference was that um, Kobe had his daddy. See, his daddy mm. won't drink. He had his father. And yeah. one of the things okay. that, as men, you never, you're never too old to learn. You can learn from a father figure or a role model or a mentor's mistake and their wisdom. His daddy closed ranks. See, his, his daddy stressed to him probably, I don't know this for a fact, but I think his daddy stressed to him what was important. Mm-hmm. Your family's important. Mm-hmm. Screw those sponsors. The one thing about the one thing about the public and the one thing about fans, and I'm a fan, is that we love what you do. And if you can't do those things no more, we don't love you no more. But right. the thing that I think his father helped him with, and I don't know this for a fact, I'm just assuming, his father mm-hmm. probably told him to say, you know what, you made a mistake, son, acknowledge your mistake, but get that thing right with your wife, get that thing right with your family. Screw mm-hmm. these people. And I think the thing that messed Tiger up, when Tiger did his interview, when he did that interview and he came out and he said all the things that everybody wanted to hear, I said he just made a mistake. Screw what these people think. Screw what these people think, Tiger. Screw Buick. Screw American Express. Screw McDonald's. Whoever was his sponsor. If you lose them, you lose them. You're not perfect. And I think that's where Kobe had he, I think he had his father to be able to explain to him. And plus his father being a former professional athlete was there to help him. Earl Woods was not around when Tiger Mm. went through his situation. So, and then you can't, don't, and I always say this, you'll know who your real friends are when you're going through something. I I say say this to anybody. You will know who your real friends are. When you going when you down in that dirt, if you got a friend that's willing to get on their knees and get in that mud with you, <laughs> you see what I'm saying? You know who your yeah. real friends are. When you going when you going through something, as much as Michael Jordan may relate to Tiger Woods, I don't think Michael Jordan was much of Tiger Woods' friend because Michael had his share of scandals too. But Michael was smart. Yeah. He knew how to handle the situation. He he knew how to close ranks. He didn't seem to help Tiger that much in that situation. That's just my opinion. I'm from the outside looking in. I mean, anybody, somebody else may have a different thought about it, but that's just my opinion. You, you I started. I, I uh, when I was going when I was doing the script for this podcast, of course I was doing it about uh LeBron passing Kobe um for third on the list. Um yeah. as we're gonna get to the lighter we're gonna get to the lighter side of things right now. Um no no disrespect no disrespect no disrespect to Kobe but just gonna get to the lighter side. Um I call this podcast uh this is podcast one twenty six. Moving on up. This was in regards to LeBron ascending past Kobe um to third on the list. I wanted to bring something to the public's attention. You can also Google this. This is not. Uh, this is this is there for anybody to see. Um, there are only two guys on the list in the top of all-time scoring list that average thirty points a game. That's Michael Jordan and Wilt Chamberlain. All the rest of those guys 
Mm. Not so much. But the thing that Michael Jordan and Wilt Chamberlain have in common is they're the only guys in the top ten to play less than 1,200 games and be in the top ten of the all-time NBA scoring list. And that's because they average 30 points a game. But then if you go down and you look at some more things in regards to the NBA all-time scoring list that that piqued my, that got, that piqued my interest is that there are only two guys in the top 25 of the NBA all-time scoring list that scored less than 1,000 points. That's in the top 25 of all-time NBA players. And that's Jerry West and um, Allen Iverson. Mm-hmm. So that was one. That was one of the things that. Uh, so to me, I looked at the the all time scoring list as really more about longevity. Of course, talent. Of course, you got to be healthy and those type of things. But I was like, it seemed like that all time scoring list is loaded with people that had lengthy careers. So that was my takeaway from it when I looked at when I looked it up on Google. And anybody can look it up. You just type in in the Google search all time NBA scoring list. So. Anybody yeah, got anything I, else in regards to Tiger? Uh, I mean, I'm sorry to uh, LeBron passing <laughs> Kobe last night. <laughs> well, well, I also was. Um, they were they were talking about was Friday that he he has a chance to be in the, the in the top five in scoring, the top top ten and um, assist, and top ten and rebounding by the time. He retired. Mhm. And and I'm saying, boy, I mean, that's a, that's gonna be a heck of a career. To add on to what he's already done, you are correct. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's had, mm-hmm. Lebron. Lebron's had an amazing career. He he really has. I, I can I can put my hater rate aside for a second <laughs> and, and and acknowledge that. You know, one of the things that I'm hoping that this, this, you know, this this unfortunate situation happening with Kobe will kind of bring the media back to a place of appreciating greatness without trying mm-hmm. to build, narrative, build narratives of, you know, Narratives to the point of trying to get ratings and trying to why and say someone is not at a certain level, you know, or fitting like, fit two 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 players against each other or the, right. something like that. Ron, they, you know, Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers. You know, I'm hoping because I'm just hoping this will really open the media's eyes. It, it should be an eye for all of us, but. You know, because I kind of feel like sometimes the, the ESPNs, the Foxes, and the CBSs, they sometimes can almost cross the line of TMZ yeah. and going after they are like, the uh, like the paparazzi did with not. Right. I'm using this as an illustration, but like how the paparazzi went after Diana, uh, Princess Diana. Yeah. Sometimes they go after people's uh-huh. careers and. For their purpose of promoting their shows and just appreciating what they bring to the table. Well, I, I'm not going. I don't mean to cut you off, and I don't mean to sound like a Debbie Downer, but I'm going to try to tell you that hope you can you can put that hope to the side because <laughs> that is what the news is today. 
the news is pitting is going to pit. They're going to they're going to back off for a little while on the Kobe LeBron thing. It's going to be more of an appreciation for what Kobe did. But I can promise you, as soon as the grief passes, unfortunately for everybody else, life is going to go on, but not for his family. It's going to go back to the the comparison between Kobe and LeBron. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I, I hear you, I, I hear you, and and, and I hate to, I, and I don't want to sound like a Debbie Downer, but it's going to go back to that. They're going to go back to because that's how that's, okay. that's what sells. That's what sells. Unfortunately, yes. Negativity sells. It it really does. Some of my highest rated podcasts are with us screaming at each other. (laughs) You know, that's just, that's just, that's people like drama. That is why reality shows are doing so well in this country. That is why the guy that's at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue is doing so well because of the controversy he created when the dude that had my skin color was in the office. See, that's, that's how it works in yeah. this country. Controversy sells. Drama yes, it does. sells. So, and in, and in a, an environment where people are digging in their heels to take one side against the other, ah, uh, Walter, it's even crossed over okay. into sports, my friend. It's gonna, it's, that's the way it is. That's the yeah. country that it is very few people that's in the middle. Do anybody else notice that? It's very few people that's that willing is. to say, you know what? You know, maybe maybe this guy got a point. I might not agree with everything he says, but maybe he has a point. Hey, maybe this guy on the left has a point. I may not agree with everything he says, but let me take the time to listen. People don't even listen to each other. They just want to scream and yell and dig their heels in on what their point is. Mm. And in, yeah. and, and in sports, <laughs> it is huge that way. Because, see, mm-hmm. the four-letter, I call it the four-letter, big sports and nobody cares network. Right, right. They're not, they're not going to get to be able to get they, – they're going to get the sports junkie, but they want to cross over. I don't know if you guys know this. I, I follow ratings because, one, I follow, you know, I follow stats for my show. Yeah, you know, you know yeah. that, you you know that ESPN is now one of the highest rated cable shows or the cable cable broadcasting uh, shows on television. ESPN yeah. is. It it used to be USA TNT and everything else. You know who number one? Right. Fox. Fox is number one. ES, Fox. ESPN and yes, ESPN and MSNBC and ESPN are the top three. Two of those outlets are propaganda, media, political outlets. That right. tells you where this country is right there. Wow. <laughs> My goodness. That is, that, now, I didn't know that. That, that, is, that is crazy. But mm. you're right. It is, but it's the truth. M- misery, <laughs> misery sales, I guess. Misery loves company. Yep, of course. People just want to dig their heels so, in, man. They want to, they want to, they want to dig their heels in and what they believe. And you know, me personally, I believe everybody should have a voice, even if I don't agree with you. I should be able to at least listen. I might not agree right. with everything you're saying, yeah, but I think, I think as, I think as an adult and as a man, especially a black man, I should be able to listen. I might not agree with everything you're saying, but I should be at least give you the respect. To listen to mm-hmm. your point of view, and I think that's right. Right. 
Um, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna do a Zyke on you real quick, and as the, uh-huh. can we talk about uh, my girl, poor Serena. What you got about what you what you talking about with Serena? What about her? I hope she can win one more major before she before she retires. Even if uh-huh. even if she doesn't win, even if she even if she doesn't win another one before she retires, Mike. You know Serena is an all time all time great athlete. She's a all, no not just, not just as a female tennis player. She is a all time all time great athlete because usually in that sport, women usually don't play to the late thirties. And play at a high level. Right. Right. Serena's playing at well, a high young too. level of tennis. That too. And she started young too. She started she's been playing tennis. Right. She's been playing professional tennis since she was sixteen, seventeen years old. So we almost talk about a twenty year career Correct. playing high level professional Tucker's tennis. Tucker's only forty, he's only fifteen. Yeah. I mean mm-hmm. to my, the new year. What's what's the name? This new Coco Coco. 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 Coco, Coco, Coco. Coco. Uh, I love Coco Golf. I, I, I don't care if she doesn't win. I don't care if Coco. Nah, she lost. She lost last night. Um, she she okay. did well the first set. She lost the second. She lost the second set, and then she got blanked in the last set. But that's all a part of the maturation and the process that she's going to do. That she's going to have to go through to be a champion. Mm-hmm. Every every big tournament, she's getting better though. She's going a little bit further. She's going a little bit further. So, and she's only fifteen, but the poise that she has in post match interviews is just unreal to me. I mean, I've never seen. I I, I, I can't remember seeing a fifteen year old that that poise. Right. That's very yeah. true. Got to got to give them that Chris love. Chris Everlord loves her, man. She thinks she's 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 the bomb. <laughs> right, Mike. Have any of you guys ever listened to that young lady talk? I mean, seriously. Yeah, have you, yeah of I'm, course. I'm, I'm, I listened to. Yes. I, I listened to her. Um, I think it was Friday. Friday when they interviewed her after she won, she beat the young lady, and she was. They were talking. She talking about something about her. She made a statement about. What a, what a life! And what all the commentators just went wow and said, "Oh, she's 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 so awesome," you know. She at 15, has it. at fifteen, man, at fifteen, and she just and she just keeps getting better. She has she has it. She has yeah, the, the charisma of the magic. Uh, the young, the young guy that uh, the fella that everybody's going crazy expecting Zion, of course LeBron, uh, of course MJ, or Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, or anybody else that made that uh, that made that crossover into the mainstream from sports. She has that. She has it. So get ready to see that little brown girl a lot because she's getting ready to be on every – she's going to endorse everything <laughs> everywhere. So get ready to see her a lot because she has it. Well, I heard you bring up Zion. And I, I just got a question to all of y'all. Do y'all think to, – to me, I think he he's, he's, he's going to be a good player, but he's not going to last long. I think he's he's oh. he's, he's, he's going to be injury prone. I, I mean, uh-huh. 
I hope not, but I, it's just it's it's a, I'm getting that feeling that he, he's he's gonna have that that injury. And every time you turn around, he's gonna have this nagging injury, and he's he's gonna sit out half of a season. What do you well, guys think? If he keep eating his mama's Sunday dinner cooking every day, he going to definitely keep that weight on him. He's going to have to go to a, a, a lighter diet. <laughs> stop, stop, eating, stop eating all his mama's good cooking because she definitely fed him. She definitely fed him. That's a big boy. But um, he's going to have to get his weight down. Or Mike, I'm going to have to agree with you. He's going to definitely have weight or injuries in his career. He's got to get that weight down. He can he can definitely have afford a chef, a dietitian, and the whole nine yards. You ever try to tell your mama you don't like her cooking? Yeah, well, mama, if, um, if you want to keep living <laughs> this life that this life that you're living right now, I'm gonna have to stop eating your cooking. I'm a big fella myself. And so I know I, I I know the love of food. So, but but millions and millions are at stake. I'm I'm hey, I'm hiring I'm hiring a chef, a nutritionist, Ooh, the Lord. whole nine yards. Oh Lord! When I when oh, Lord. when I get home, you know, I, I'm my he, they gonna have a special meal plan for me. Like the guy say, you don't really see no real heavy set um, basketball players because they run all yeah. the time. So if he gets uh, on the right diet, he'll be a straight. Mike, he's an offensive Talking. lineman in the NFL or a defensive tackle, and he, that's how big he is. <laughs> he is I know. He is six six two eighty five. This kid is a that that's right. offensive line and defensive tackle size in the NFL. And he has and he moves like and he moves like a ballerina out there. He moves like a little guard. Yeah, yeah. You know, they they were saying that he was bigger than the um defensive end for the um New Orleans Saints that were playing in the pro bowl. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what He's I think dude, I think as as the right people get into his ear and like you said, getting him a, a chef, getting him a nutritionist, and, you know, being able to present the type of foods that he needs to eat so that he can get that weight off of him will be the first step in him being – I don't think he's going to live up to all this hype that they're, they're throwing him, but he, I think he mm-hmm. has the potential to do better than what Blake Griffin has turned out to be because when you you remember Blake, he didn't have all that weight. Right. So imagine if right. Zion was Blake Griffin, you know, when he came into this. But he had knee problems as well. And I think what I'm starting to see with players like this, if you don't have the right type of chefs, nutritionists, people that can really make you pay attention to your body. Um, you know, you're going to end up over a period of time where, you know, your body's going to end up breaking down on you. You know, a la Blake Griffin, mm-hmm. it's going to break down on you. And I'm hoping Zion will listen to those people to help him so that he does not end up breaking down like that. I think he I think he could be – I'm going to disagree with you, Mike. I think he could be an all-time great. Uh, yeah. I was not a big Zion Williamson fan when he 
I wasn't a fan of his at Duke. I wasn't a fan when he when they said when I heard someone else say what I just said. But I watched that kid the other night. Mm-hmm. There's a difference between uh, a, a a guy that's athletic, you know, that's that's professional athletic, and a guy that's super athletic. Uh-huh. That kid is super athletic. His second jump is is reminiscent right. of a Sean Kemp, Amari Stoudemire, Charles Barkley at that size. And the only reason why Charles Barkley is coming up because of the the the, the semblance and body type. Um, mm, okay. A Carl Malone, but his second jump. I said, no, okay, Carl Malone was a leaper. Carl Malone, you can't no, not Carl Malone. Don't, you can't include Carl Malone. No, 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 no. You, you're 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 correlating leaping with 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 the second jump. That has nothing to do with it. That those two things have nothing to right. do with each other. It, yeah, he just it, it, when you get when you got a guy that bounces off that floor quickly. This is this is why that kid that's. Right. Um, that that six eleven kid in in, in in Milwaukee is so good all of a sudden because he can throw the ball up at that rim right. and on top of his length and his his athletic ability and that second jump ability he is impossible to stop. That's that's why the Bucks look now, that good with a bunch of just. Can I interrupt you for a second? Go ahead. You talking about that kid? Man, I'm want now. I don't, I don't take any away from his basketball talent, right? Now I'm going to go on a little rant and off subject, but I'm watching basketball nowadays. You know what? You, why you can't stop these players? Will, they're taking three or four steps. I grew up, you took two steps. Yeah. I watched him the other day. He literally took four steps. So I can't stop you if you're taking four steps. There's no way. So it, the no. rules have changed. Well, you can't stop him. He's well, taking all, four steps. Well, are they all playing under those rules? But, but are they all playing under those rules? No. I heard, I, 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 the other day I heard one of the Miami uh, uh, Will, I take that. No, not true. The other day I heard one of my Miami Heat players say that. He said, how am I supposed to uh, play him when they let him do certain things? But if I do it, I get called for it. So, no, they're not all playing in the same well, rules. They're not. Well, welcome welcome to welcome to Star Treatment. People say the same thing about Michael Jordan. Say the same thing about Kobe Bryant. Mm-hmm. Say the same thing about Magic and Larry Bird. Welcome to, welcome, welcome to the NBA and Star Treatment. No, 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 no. I watched the Magic Birds and Larry Johnson. They didn't take four steps from um, Will. Hey, Matthew, it was two yeah, steps, that ball is gone. Okay, whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You're, okay, uh, yeah. well, let's, 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 let's take it to another another uh, thing where they fudge the rules in. Let's not, let's not talk about traveling. Let's talk about Larry Bird grabbing guys when he come off the pick so they can hug against the picker. He would literally grab the guy, and when he was coming off the screen, if he hugged off that screen tight enough, he would take his defender and, and make him bounce against his, the guy that was setting the pick. Or Magic Johnson going to the basket with his knees in the air. Yeah, or Michael yeah. Jordan, or Michael Jordan pushing off every time, or Michael Jordan pushing off, or Michael Jordan throwing his shoulder into you to get space. Stars mm-hmm. are always going to get get preferential treatment in the NBA or in the NFL, apparently, because you can't even breathe on Tom Brady. You bet, you you bet not hit right. Tom Brady above his shoulder pad, but you can you can knock right. Lamar Jackson silly. You you can knock Lamar Jackson silly, but you bet not. But you bet not hit Tom Brady on that shoulder pad. Right. Preferential treatment always happens to to the to those type of guys. <laughs> yeah. But, but so, it's not just him. Giannis, I, I hate. I mean, that's the one thing I can't stand. I'm like, dang. But there's more. I mean, I see what you're saying. But the four steps. 
I can't mm-hmm. stand it. I just can't. But they, but to me, they're all doing it. I don't. If somebody else got anything different, but I think they're all doing it. I don't think it's just Giannis. I think all of them are, are, are doing it. So. That's that's the way. Um, well, speaking of that, right now there's there there are legitimately five NBA championship contenders, um, in my opinion. Two in the East and three in the West. Um, oh, oh, I thought you. I, I, I wait. I want. I, I thought you was going to exclude him because you say you ain't with him. So, but no problem. But you included them. Okay. Who's that? Who's that? Who, who I, 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 thought I thought you were going to exclude no. the Heat. I no. thought you were going to exclude. I want the Heat yeah, to I'm, 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 I'm still, I'm still saying the Heat will not. The Heat will be a great story in the regular season, but they're not going to do much in the postseason unless they make no, a trade. No, I don't think so. But the five, I think the five teams are the Bucks, the Sixers, the Jazz, and, of course, the Lakers and the Clippers. Now, everybody don't like the 76ers. A lot of people say, oh, they this, this, and that. Mm-hmm. I think the 76ers organization need to sit down and have a conversation with Joel Embiid. And here's why. You are not. You haven't been healthy since we drafted you. You haven't really given us a full season. You may be the right. most talented player on this team. But it may be time for us to turn the reins over to Ben Simmons and say he's the guy we're going to go through to win this championship. He. And that should not take anything from Joel Embiid because he can still be an integral part of them going towards the championship. But if the 76ers, if, uh, unless they are, unless they just blind and don't see what everybody else who follows basketball or watch basketball for years see, the 76ers look a whole lot better when Ben Simmons is the lead dog on that team and when Joel Embiid is hurt. Exactly. I don't know if anybody else thinks that. Exactly. You know, I think that gives us some insight in why um, Jimmy Butler left. Um, because I'm correct me if I'm wrong. Philly could not that Philly couldn't have gave him all of the dollars. But it's interesting the way he orchestrated that trade out of Minnesota and to mm-hmm. get to Philly and right. how he was saying not now he was happy with being with Ben and he was happy with Joe. I believe he saw something in some of these to, and not in, in some of these NBA players like a, um, a Andrew Wiggins, a, a Ben Simmons, um, uh, Joel Embiid. There's just certain things that that they are not connecting the dots, and it's probably said to him, "Hey, look, I, I'll go to Miami." And instead of having to deal with this, and, and really, if he would have stayed, Philly would be right there with Milwaukee in a seven-game series. I don't think Toronto would be able to get over the hump with Toronto, with Philly no. and Milwaukee if Jimmy's there. But now, I think oh, yeah. even the playing field for Toronto against Philly now. You make a very interesting point about Jimmy Butler and his time with Minnesota. For one, he he's made it perfectly. Known he can he cared less for Carl Anthony Towns than Andrew Wiggins for whatever reason he he, he just made that public known. But the thing that if you go back and you watch the Philadelphia 76ers last year, Joel and B didn't act as much of a nut when Jimmy Butler was there. See, Jimmy yeah. Butler's one of them type of dudes. Jimmy Butler's one of them type of dudes that I'm a lead by example, but if you screw up, I'm a dig in your butt. That's the type of dude he is. Right. He just and the my and the Miami Heat young players, they listen to him no matter what. 
everything Jimmy Butler, everything Jimmy Butler says to them young cats is gospel. It's gold. He didn't have that in Minnesota. He didn't have it. He didn't have that, but he had. But he also had that in Philly because Joel Embiid did not act like a idiot when Jimmy was there. But he's back to act. But he's back to acting a semi idiot this year. But I think the organization needs to really sit down with him and say, "Listen, you're gonna have to be Ben Simmons' second banana." That's a, you, and Joel Embiid is a immensely talented. He's a very talented big cat. He can shoot from the outside. He can put the ball on the floor. But the 76ers play better as a team when Ben Simmons is the lead dog and whenever Joel Embiid is not in the lineup. That's a good point. Great point. Because when I watched that game last night between – well, then watch. When I watched the highlights between him and LeBron going semi-head to head and stuff like that, I said – he can be the, he can be a LeBron, a Giannis, Magic, all that rolled up into one. He he can be right. all that rolled up into one. But the, I, I'm saying to myself, the 76ers need to their organization need to sit down with Joel and B to tell him, look, man, you need to hey, this Ben Simmons team now. Right. Just my opinion. No, you may be on to something. No, will really I agree are. with you? I agree. You may be on to something and. Yeah. And if he's not willing to make this commitment to keep himself healthy, they, I mean, I mean, the Lakers did the same thing with with Shaq and Kobe. They saw that Kobe was making certain sacrifices to put himself in the position to say, "I'm going to be the, the primary guy on this team." You know, Shaq has admitted it after years now that he was coming into camp not in shape because he felt he had someone like Kobe. And, Not you know, in Miami, he did. <laughs> oh no! I'm just saying when when, when he got he finally you know retired. Yeah, I know. I, I like yeah. that interview him and Kobe did uh, with players only, and Kobe told him he said, you know, that's the reason why me and you were almost ready to go to blows because of that in town. That's that's that, hey, I'm gonna tell you something. As a as a as a uh, former hothead, and now a person that's still a hothead, but I take longer to get there. But anyway, <laughs> uh, right? Uh, Kobe Bryant is a different kind of. He was a different kind of kind of messed up in the head because Shaq is seven feet one, three hundred pounds. Sure, that's not a dude. That's not a dude you want to run up against. But Kobe said in that interview, he said I was willing to fight, and whatever come from it, come from it. But we, I knew this was the day that you and I was just going to have to do that. That's a mm-hmm. different kind of crazy. That's a different kind of crazy. But one of the things about Shaq and Kobe's relationship that I think Kobe had to feel kind of like really, like really, dude. The thing that the Lakers wanted Shaq to do was to take a back seat to Kobe. He did for the Miami Heat, so the right. Wayne Wade and the Miami Heat can win a championship. Isn't that interesting? Right. Yes. Yes. See, he took a he took he took a back seat to D Wade, who granted D Wade is great, but he ain't Kobe. But he would take a back seat to Kobe. No, you're right. You're right. I agree. That's you're right. That, that, you know, it can't. It, 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 I guess, and then that, you know, as as we all are, and men, and I'm pretty sure most of us are up there in years. You do things when you 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 look back on things when you get older, and you be like, you know what? Maybe that wasn't quite worth it. 
You know, maybe Shaq, Fonny, Shaq and Kobe first both had to look at it and say, you know what, we had a great run. Yeah, we left some championships on the table, but hey, yo, let's squash this. So I, I, I like that interview. Right. I thought it was I, – I didn't need no insight or anything like that. I just like to see the two dudes. I like the Magic Johnson and Isaiah Thomas thing. I, the emotion that Isaiah showed for not having his friend based, to, based upon a comment that he said when Magic got HIV. You know, that's unfortunate. You know, but I, Sometimes I, I we say things admit, things. I have to admit, when he did that interview with Isaiah, I was able – and this may sound crazy – but I really was able to forgive him. Um, and I know you may say forgive him, but those guys, uh-huh. Isaiah and Mark and, and some of those other players, they really look to Magic. And right. for, for Magic, and I remember when Magic and Isaiah were told, you guys got to be careful because the media and people in the sports world and just the world in general are going to do their best to tear you two apart. And Magic didn't take take heed to that. He didn't take because I hope because he was the he was the eldest, and for him to be able to go on that interview and to tell him that he he was he apologized and, and that he should not have allowed it to get to that. I said, okay, all right, Magic, I'm I'm willing to kind of listen to what you have to say now when you open your mouth um, once he did that interview. Now, when he just did this recent stuff with the Rob Linker, it just made me scratch my head and say, okay, are you going back to old Magic again? Um, but that's another topic in the subject. But, you know, I think Joe yeah, M.B. Go ahead, I'm sorry. I think that's no, I'm, I'm saying that's not another topic. That's that's some real stuff. Matt Johnson's always been about Matt Johnson. <laughs> you know, I think I that's, think Joel Embiid he has to he has to be able to look himself in the mirror and say, I need to cut. You know, you fighting with Carl Anthony, Carl Anthony Towns, and you thinking that this is Mike Mike Ty, Mike Tyson and and Michael Spinks or Evander. You need to cut that stuff out. You need to cut that nonsense out. Really. You you call that a fight? That was a pillow. That was a, that was oh, been no, Alonzo winning as well. No, that was, no, that was by like that, that was no by like. Fight. Nah, that was a that was a pillow fight like Long Little Morning Larry Johnson. That was a pillow fight. NBA players don't want to fight, man. That's not that's not their thing. <laughs> they don't right, but the simple fact that you <laughs> they just, might not like each carrying other. on like that. Yeah. Everybody, everybody's, a, everybody's a fake tough guy in my opinion. Some people are really about that, you know what I'm saying? They, they ready to throw down when they ready to throw down. I had that problem when I was younger, but anyway, um, some people just, some people just about that. They just, they just, shut up, Mike. They, some people just, some people just, they just about that. They just like, oh really? You know? And I don't think those two guys were. I, I, I looked at that and said, man, please, y'all, if y'all really want to do something to each other, y'all have did that before these people got here. You know what I'm saying? We down here by ourselves. It, it, it ain't, no, ain't nobody going to stop this, so let's go ahead and do this. You know what I'm saying? We down here by ourselves. They waited till they got amongst people to decide to squirmish. So, you know, you ain't about that. Like, that's just like the situation with the kid, the Kansas State thing in the, uh, Kansas. I, I, I laughed at that thing. It was funny to me. I, I'm sorry. I know y'all might think I'm off my rocker, but I laughed about yeah. it because I thought it was funny. Well, my team is with that, but, but 
all these unwritten rules of sports, they need to need to throw that mess away. But that was nothing done. Exactly. That was nothing done you to be. That was nothing done to be. Yeah, that was nothing done in that situation. But no, see, what happened was the, uh, the, the everybody being so appalled that a bunch of eighteen, nineteen uh-huh. year olds did something irresponsible at the end of a game. Somebody, everybody's so appalled. They want to crucify. They want to crucify the social. Not crucify. I hate using that word. They want to. They want to uh, just go hard against the social. Yeah, vilified. So what he did, but he okay. That's his. That's his first. That's the first mistake I've seen that he's done in regards to reacting that way. So don't don't punish the kid and ban him from the program. Just suspend him. Let him sit down. Think about what he did, and then once he shows remorse, let him play again. Because he ain't going to first. You know, he might be he might be somewhere in the wide plan in a couple of years. Uh, you know, that's that's just the way it looks. But anyway, because cause this is yeah. what I didn't understand. You were beating you were beating by twenty some points. Those, if he would have went down and, and scored those two points, what that was gonna do? Uh-huh. Nothing. Nothing. Okay, that's. I, I never. I didn't. I didn't know you could. I, and I've been. I played basketball and follow basketball. I didn't know you couldn't steal right. the ball at the end of the game. That was deemed. That was deemed disrespectful. What? Right. Yeah. Exactly. I thought that's part of the game. Mm. Hey, See, I, hey, you, I was always I, told that you're supposed to play to the end. Me too. Well, you played to the zero, then, zero, 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 zero. So what's the problem? Yes. And then, wait, here, here's something interesting, guys. I don't know if you guys picked up on this. You know the guy that, that made the steal and that was on the ground who, the, who he was taunting? You know he didn't. He wasn't nowhere uh-huh. in that skirmish? You know, no, he, 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 I know, I know about that. that. That's the first thing I noticed. Yes. <laughs> no, right. That's he the first thing I noticed. He was, he was, it was the dude on the bench that was so offended. And he wasn't even playing. So you said to yourself, what's wrong with that idiot? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, why, why are you fighting? The guy that got the ball spiked on him and he stood over, he was nowhere near. The, he, right. wasn't even, he wasn't even the guy in the fight. It was the guy off the bench who did all the brouhaha and the chaos. Now, as far as the guy was picking up the chest. Uh-huh. Now the guy fifty something that um was doing all the swinging at the beginning wasn't the kind of big dude. Yeah. But let me say right. this. Let me say this, Mike, about uh, somebody picking up a chair. And again, y'all gonna think about my rocker. I've been in brawls. I have been in brawls. You don't know who's uh-huh. grabbing you in a brawl. No, you don't know no. who's grabbing you. You don't. So you picking up an object to get somebody to keep from grabbing you or holding you or stuff like that might not be a great look, but I understand. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna say. That's what I'm gonna say. Might not be a great look, and I understand. I know. I know it didn't look good. And I get it. Y'all don't want nobody to hit nobody with. I've been in brawls. You don't know who's grabbing you, and your, and your main objective is you in a brawl. You don't know if it's friend or enemy grabbing right. you. That's all I'm gonna say. That's how I, that's that's why I looked at it. I'm like, well, shoot, you know, you never know. You don't know what that kid had in his mind. You said it best. These are 18, 19 year olds, and we're gonna crucify them for a mistake they make at 18, 19. Apparently, uh, apparently we are. Apparently we yeah. we, we, we we adults can't adults and, and people that are older than them can't can make mistakes and do all these things that uh, they ask forgiveness for, but. 
18, 19-year-old kid makes a mistake in an emotional basketball game that the public has made a robbery and deemed it a robbery, and we're going to just make the kid a villain. And he made a mistake. I just, I think he just, I think he deserves, a, I think he deserves a second chance. So when I first saw it, I said, oh, they, they might right. defend him for the year. That was the first thing that came to my mind. I said, oh, he might be on for the year. It, it might be a wrap for him. I know how the public works. I get it. Wow. Before we get out of here, you guys got anything else you want to say? We're going to do Oh, next week, we uh, before the Super Bowl comes on, if, if anybody that's going to be listening to the podcast or you guys also want to do just a little one-hour show at 4 o'clock before the Super Bowl comes on, okay. I'll get – that's why I didn't talk okay. about it today, so I can get get everybody to kind of gather your thoughts, gather your information on who you're going to pick. I'm picking in Kansas City. But anyway, I want to give you guys a chance <laughs> to gather your thoughts and do all your experts and get your expert analysis in your brain so you can – Make a, a form, make a, a a good pick next week. So, <laughs> so next, right. week, next week at I four o'clock. I'm on that till next week's show. Oh, good. See, that's what I'm talking about. I'm playing the fifth on that one I'll pick it. I'll pick it, Kansas City. But I will. However, I will pick on my show starting night. Okay. I will ask for predictions. Uh huh. I will come. I'm definitely coming on this Saturday, Lou, and I'm going to say. I'm picking Kansas City uh-huh. because I think. <laughs> all right, five. I think all right, Mahon, guys, I, I, it's five to seven p.m. and the number is five one two five four three four six six two. Once again, five one two five four three four six six two five to seven p.m. Eastern. On that note, I bid you good night. Text it to me, Will. Yeah, Will, I, you get I, us I, the information. Okay, I get to. You. I will. I get it to you guys. <laughs> All right, yeah. that's that's today's show. I well, thank everybody for taking the time to uh, listen to the show. Walter, well, you want to go ahead and put your YouTube channel out there? Oh yeah, Elder W Strong the Third. Uh, just type in, uh, go to YouTube. It's Elder W Strong the Third. Some great content on manhood and why we need to recapture the true vision of being real men. Thanks a lot for the subscription. Guess what's up. Mike, what you got before we get out of here? Go no, we've ranked number five in basketball. I actually like that team, Mike. I actually like your team. I really do. I'm not rooting for y'all, but we I like get, your team. We're going to get a inside game, or we're going to get keyed up later. All the big seven-footers y'all got, y'all got no inside game? They hurt. Oh. Or oh, they trying to shoot three points. We'll go back. <laughs> Oh, we, yeah, 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 yeah. we are shooting three-pointers. Big down in the floor. I'll try to tell you. I'm with you, Walter. Mike, y'all go buy some, go buy some old seven-footers before the tournament. Well, but you, he, he, the kid, the, the other seven-footer got hurt, and one had to set set out. But I get seven. Our main guy, seven-footer, is at St. John. Because then I wouldn't, wouldn't guarantee him. Um, 20 minutes a game. <laughs> All right, that's today's show. Again, start this show off with our thoughts about Kobe. Um, mm-hmm. If you, uh, in, Anywhere where you hear this uh, podcast on any platform, this, we're on all the platforms, Spotify, iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, uh, 
the Anchor app, the Spreaker app, Blog Talk Radio. If you see, and also if you see the show on Facebook, uh, please like the show, follow the show. Also, if you see us on Instagram and Twitter at WWS underscore Sports Show, also like and follow the show. And that's the same thing I'm asking if you're listening to it on any of these platforms um, that podcasts are available, CastBox and those things, Podcast Addict, Radio.com, Radio Public, we're on all of them. Anyway, I close the show the same way every single time. Say a prayer for somebody because prayer changes things. I holler. Y'all be safe. Be easy. Don't forget tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. Tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. on the Spreaker app. Join your boy. Have a good one.